Podcast. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast, the only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. We are your hosts, Cameron and Kobe, and we are ready to bring survival goodness direct to your dirty, little, filthy, stinking ear holes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Going a little extra today. Okay. You okay with that? I am. You are. How's it going, yo? Hello. What's How up? How are you today? <laughs> How are you, Cameron? Good. Yeah? yeah? You look pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, you've looked better, but you look pretty good today. Well, it's because of the shirt I'm wearing. Is it? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Brings out my skin tone, <laughs> eyeballs. My eyeballs show up right. really good with this Yeah, shirt. one of them for sure really good. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, hey, yeah. What are we talking about today, man? We got a good episode. Yeah, this is a this is a deep subject. Mm-hmm. But it's 2020, so why don't we talk about possibilities mm-hmm. and maybe a second civil war? Would that be quite a po- uh, an exciting possibility? Yeah, I think it's um, we're on the brink. Yeah, probably. It's kind of something I never thought in my entire life. Yeah, would ever be considered a possibility. I know, but hey, here we 2020. are. Yeah, everything's a possibility. Yeah, hey, dreams can come true. Dreams can come true in 2020. All kinds of yeah. things. So yeah, let's talk about it. So before we get to that, I want to talk to you about BattleBox, Cameron. Um, most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use, but not the BattleBox. It's the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. They got that Leatherman black and silver skeletal. You, you know what? Carrying it right now. I got that shiz on me. I used it yesterday. Did you? It's beautiful. It's awesome. I love it. I'm going to keep my, it right out here on the in counter. my backpack. Leatherman. All the time. BattleBox, thank you. So all this badassness starts at about 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost 1 million boxes, probably more than that at this oh, point. Oh, got to be. And one Best Men's subscription box of 2017. Plus, you can check them out on Netflix. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Southern Survival. All their stuff. You got to check it out. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash preppers. Do you like free knives, Cam? I love knives. I do, too. And when they're free, it's even better. Okay. Probably my favorite. Yeah, that's trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Yeah. Bring mm-hmm. some light to 2020. Yeah. Get some cool stuff. Yeah, you got to get some cool They've gear. Been destroying those boxes. Ooh, yeah. They're man. so good. All of them. All of them. I'm excited. It's great stuff. Cam, it's time. We got so much to talk about today. We're foregoing all the other madness. We do. We're going directly into uh, the second civil war. A yeah. second civil war. Yeah. What is it going to look like? What might it be? How the F do we get through it in one piece? Yeah. We don't so, know. Have civil wars happened? Mm. Uh, yes. Pretty A sure. lot. And, you know, obviously the American civil war we know very well. But it's if a big you deal. go and look at Wikipedia of mm. list of civil wars, my computer crashed. Oh, man. No, seriously. It just, yeah. like, goes on forever. And, like, a lot of them are obviously politically based. You know? Yeah, sure. A lot of, you know, this somebody goes into power that the rest don't want and mm-hmm. then there's a division and a fight and we'll talk about that doesn't these sound familiar options. at all no <laughs> no i've never even heard of something like no, that. no it never weird. happens but um but yeah you know the american civil war six hundred thousand american lives plus lost you know just tons and the the problem with like having a war within the country is it's not helping 
anything. You know, we don't want war at all, but <laughs> no. there's like a boost in economy if we, yeah. you know, not, I'm not saying we should go to war, but I'm just saying yeah. it's way worse and sets us up for so many more issues that... When it's inside the country. Yeah, when it's yeah. a civil war, because mm-hmm. we're not unified. We're not America. Mm-mm. We're not what we're supposed to be. Yeah, sure. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. So let's just go into some of these issues yeah. we have today. Yeah. So you know what what's happening right now, and what is the what does the landscape look like throughout the country that might say, hey, this is a possibility. You know, like these are some things to think about. Um, and one of the things is is that Americans absolutely hate each other. If you they don't really know, do. now you know yeah. they hate each other. Really, really bad. <laughs> right. um, if you've ever been on social media, you will figure this out really, really quick. So a Pew poll in 2016 found that 35% of registered voters claim to hate the opposing political party. You know, that's a pretty big statement saying, I hate them. Yeah. I hate. You always teach your kids, oh, don't say hate. Yeah. It's a strong word. Because it is a strong word. But it really it's becoming, is. It is. It's becoming not so much of like, you yeah. have opposing opinions. It's, I hate you because you don't believe what I like. Yeah. And that's, or want. That's not good. No. It's not good at all. 91% of people said in a recent PRRI survey that, right. that the country is divided over politics. Well, duh. I mean, that, that seems... That's low. Yeah, um, it seems there's no middle ground anymore. Like, there's no gray area. It's like you are either this side or this side, and you can't be anywhere in between. You can't. And what that does is divide us all a lot, right? Yeah. Mui divisions. And it's not like one side. There's like 16 yes. billion different directions yeah. of all these different ideas. It's yep, like, exactly. And so um, recently, obviously, Donald Trump came into power, and he saw this little flame you know, kind of just smoldering. And he grabbed a can of gas and he threw it on top of that flame and now it's like, yeah, everything's on fire. And so that's, yeah, um, that's, you know, and he's, you know, inflamed passions on both sides and it's for good and for bad. Like he's done some great things and some people think he's done some horrible things, but he doesn't give a crap and he kind of just says whatever he wants to. And, totally. And it does not, it just sort of ramps up everybody on both sides, right? And so that's, you know, tensions are getting higher. And then, the other thing is these racial tensions, like, you know, races are starting to hate each other. It's like going back to, like, right. you know, the civil rights era again, it feels like. So, oh, man. It's just so weird because, like, the, I mean, just the race thing alone yeah, is, like, it was that there was race issues and always has been. Sure. But now it's like, let's fix it, and it has become even more. Yeah. Like, it's become worse. It's, it's crazy, like, man. It's, ridiculous what people have turned yeah. into. Yeah. Um, another thing to think about is the growing wealth gap in the United States. Um, uh, yeah. So, you know, some people might not think this is a big deal, but it ends up being a big deal for some people. Um, it's a huge sh- deal. Yeah, the share of American adults who live in middle-income households has decreased from 61% in 1971 to 51% in 2019. That's super interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's... Makes sense. That middle class is shrinking, right? Over the past 50 years, the highest earning 20% of the U.S. households have steadily brought in a larger share of the country's total income. So basically saying, yeah, that that those high earners are starting to earn earn even more and more and more. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying people see this and it upsets them. And it It does. And there's some people on certain political sides that use that as a weapon, too. To divide us even more. Yeah. And that's a huge thing in, in past mm-hmm. civil war. I mean, look look at Venezuela. That's like... Oh, yeah, for sure. A huge thing of like... Yeah. How, who controls money and all that. The difference in median household incomes between white and black Americans has grown from about 23.8 in 1970 to 33,000 in 2018. 
So that's even getting wow. worse. So again, that's on you know economic and racial lines there. Um, the wealth gap between America's richest and poorer families has more than doubled from 89 to 2016. This just, it upsets people. And because a lot of times people don't understand what it means and um, people get upset when they see people making a lot of money and you're yeah. not making a lot of money. Uh, again, it's just tension. Uh, groceries. This Just this year, in the month of April, gro- the price of groceries um, shot up 2.6%. No kidding. Obviously because of COVID. Um, but something I read somewhere says one of the biggest indicators in civil unrest and like civil war conflicts like this is food prices. Yeah. It, it has, it just gets everybody mad because again that lower class has a harder time making it because food's right. more expensive right so and then when you hit the middle class shrinking yeah exactly it's like it just makes it harder and harder so the the economy is is a big deal um guns so this is, is not necessarily These something really a debatable issue. <laughs> so in 2019 about 30 percent 37 percent of u.s household households had at least one gun in their possession with over 400 million guns in the united states so there's more guns right really? now than people. Yeah, thirty-seven percent. Um, so this obviously does come into play when we talk about a second civil war in several different ways, right? Yeah. Um, for one thing, there's huge passions on either side of the gun debate. You know, the pro-gun, the anti-gun. Right. They hate each other yeah, again. It, it comes back down to that that hate and, and that division. And then obviously having so many guns comes into play when something like this might actually happen. Yeah. Right. Um, here's the big one for me. It's social media. Poison. It is. It kind of is. So in 2019, over 246 million Americans were using social networks. That's basically everybody. I mean, that's a huge mm-hmm. percentage. This means 246 million Americans are sharing their opinion about every stupid thing they can think about. Oh, unbelievable. All the freaking time. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> Tons of ignorant people yeah. sharing their super deep thoughts about... Yes. Things. So this leads to more divisiveness. This leads to more tension. Um, this leads to people. Social they're so media, nasty, man. They're, they're bad, and especially on social media because when you're not face to face, oh yeah, I'll keyboard say whatever. Commando. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, those keyboard commandos, they go nuts. You can go full on. It just keeps inflaming everybody, and everything gets worse and worse. Well, even um, like the racial thing's been like yes, unbelievable. Like hundred percent. Like, did you see that thing about um, what's his name from the office? Um, he like posts something on Instagram because he has mm-hmm. a new thing, and it's like the the nasty like really? horrible racial yeah slurs. I'm like, geez, people are getting worse. It's bad. So obviously, social media and and you know people being able to push out their opinion and and all those things leads to people being more easily radicalized yeah. or swayed. Um, All by, social media accounts should go by their name and then their social. <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? Because <laughs> it just it pushes crazy conspiracy theories. It p- pits people against each other. Um, so there's yeah. a lot of crazy things going on with social media. But it also leads to more information for us, which is usually good. Right. Right? And so, a lot of companies, I mean, it's it's kind of unavoidable in certain, mm-hmm. it's like, we're going to post this on Facebook and stuff. So if you don't use it, you're kind of forced to use it. Yeah. Facebook um, knows that too. And so the information (laughs) piece of it is good and bad because we see any tiny little thing that the government does wrong is out there in an instant usually. It's like reviews on Amazon. Yeah. You're not going to get any good reviews. And so with the people that, with the government doing bad things, they used to be able to get away with it, but now they can't. And so that, again, makes people mad. They're seeing it, right? So it's good and bad social media. And then just the the current instability we have, you know, here in the United States, the past four or five years, 
It's been nuts. Cam's going to talk about a lot of those things, but politics, government, COVID, the economy, unemployment, the environment, you know, 2020 has just been insane. And I think one of, you know, once you get past social media, the next biggest thing for me is the actual mainstream news media. They're just absolutely directly profiting from building tension. Uh They're, they're just trying to inflame both sides. And so they are the damn devil. That's what I wrote there. (laughs) And you are correct. I am correct. Yes. So what are some of the possible things that could like trigger or initiate these events to just get yeah to a point of like it's not, time to fight. And, and and civil war itself, I mean it it's like civil war is kind of a broad mm-hmm. it's not it became a little too broad like broadly used. It's not necessarily like anyway, we're, we won't go into the details of that, but um so just for for regular terms we'll just say civil war. Um but yeah, like Probably the most the intense event that's coming, obviously, is the election. Um, yeah. You have, you know, Donald Trump and all the things that he's saying now. I mean, he's he's just been releasing like statement after statement. It's just like fuel on the. It's great entertainment. Like, people are just like, ah! like they're just going crazy about it. Yeah. And um, say like, what even, you will. Even even just recently, he's like, go and vote twice. Yeah. You know. Well. He's like, mail it oh in and gosh. then go down and vote. And they're like, that's illegal. And so <laughs> that's a felony. It's like, Don't oh my it. gosh, the president of the United States is like throwing out these. It things. is great entertainment. You got to admit. I, I will. It, I will admit it, it. It just. Yeah. Like they just like, for example, like somebody like Anderson Cooper, like, yeah, can't even. It just makes me laugh because he's just like, <gasps> yeah, he's going like to lose it. Spinning about yeah. ready to blow off. It's great to see that. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. we have this election coming up and all the statements you've heard you know a lot of people are like will trump even you know will will he even allow will 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 there be a peaceful transfer of power between trump and biden if biden wins? right and a lot don't think so a lot are like there's no way he's going to get at that power sure because obviously we've seen you know he's already playing the poor loser side it's like Mm -hmm. if i lose there's all this just some of the statements that he had said on the economy alone are pretty scary because he's like, um, he had said the the stock market, you know, with Trump has kind of gone up and down. And right now it's doing really well. But he mm-hmm. has said specifically, he's like, if I leave in the, if anybody takes control other than me, there's going to be the worst stock market crash of all time yeah. ever that anyone's ever seen. You know, he's so dramatic with all sure. these words. Yeah. And then he said the same thing with, um, with all that. And it's scary because... One thing that I wanted to bring up here is when the election is over, there's almost three months that mm. Trump is still in control. Yeah. And it's like... Who knows what may happen He sabotaged the whole thing. If yeah. he, you know, it's like, screw it, I'm going to make the country look terrible sabotage. after I leave. But you don't know. Yeah. Uh, and, and so people are just like terrified about what is going to happen. So the election obviously is going to fuel a lot of uh, fires and people are going to lose their minds like they did before. Uh, we saw it even in the 2016 election. Well, and then on the other side, like if Biden wins, right? It's and a the, whole other thing. The, yeah, Trump supporters are pretty hardcore. I mean, did you yeah. see like that big old train of Trump supporters in Portland, like driving no. through with their trucks? And it's like, no, man, it looked like somewhere in like yeah. Israel. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Big huh? old jacked up trucks and holding like guns yeah. and Trump flags. So it's like. 
there's a lot of tension there. And well, and then it's either also either side. Not even like so. You're saying like if Trump wins, maybe he doesn't peaceably transfer power, right. or, or I mean, if he right. loses. But if he wins, are is the other side going to accept it? If right. He, if he wins, and right. to me, that's probably the worst scenario. Yeah. And I, I think that I think so too. You know what I mean? So, um, and a lot of people are freaked out about this. Is this could be a huge catastrophe if yeah, if one side or the other, but. There's there's some hope out there, too, that I wanted to just mention in that, you know, how many times in history have we gone through these really close elections where it's been mm -hmm. neck and neck? A lot. You know, yeah. I think there's been six in total. One of them obviously turned into a catastrophe civil war. <laughs> <laughs> but that was different because there were some other disputes. But yeah. we have a lot right now. And so sure. we've got... So they say a lot of times... Or I mean, in these different articles that I've read, is like one: if the election goes one way, people get super mad about it. This has happened in the past; it's okay. The one thing that was different about the Civil War period was that there was this huge um, issue with, you know, slavery. Yeah. But we have a lot of other standing issues that yeah. are small, and when you put those together, I mean, especially maybe, in, especially in a year like this with COVID right. on top of everything yeah. else. People, there's obviously a ton of people without work, and a mm -hmm. lot of people are, like, super yeah. pissed about everything. Absolutely. And so uh, the election is definitely uh, a, a big old powder keg. Yeah, it could be and a I, catalyst. So um, another thing is political combined with economical issues, mm -hmm. or economical, however you want to say it. Um, if you look at some of the history, like, look at the Soviet Union. When it was dissolved, a lot of it came from... Um, the combination of these two things mm -hmm. where you had this economy that was, uh, well, it was a communist economy and, and so <laughs> usually it, doesn't work out well. Yeah. So, um, you had that and then, and then there's a lot of countries that went through that. China is still kind of going through that. Yeah. And it's like this economy is being controlled and, and moved by the government and you have a lot of people that go without Venezuela. That was a huge issue. And that's why they went through what they're going through is because they could, they didn't have access to a good life and a normal life and, mm -hmm. and then there's all this power and then the big huge power struggle that's still going on um so you can see how like these things in the past that have happened to these other countries like our country has a lot of those similarities which is freaky um yeah. and then those like i said some of those other things the uh the racial inequality right now uh. is obviously not getting any better as mm. soon as i feel like it's like kind of settling down boom it like something Another nice shooting again. I mean, there was like another like, shooting yesterday. Louise. Yeah, there was another one yesterday. I think it was in D.C. And, and again, uh, more protests, more riots. Yeah, and so it just puts all that stuff back into the streets and slows down. Yeah, you know all the stuff that it it affects everything. And so that's obviously not getting better. Then we have a presidential election coming. <laughs> this, I mean, this year is just yeah unbelievable. It's like a perfect storm. Seriously. Yep, it really is. And then um, other things are foreign pressures. So we know. Oh all of the different influences that come from Russia. We've seen it. It's been going for, you know, ever. 2016 yeah. was a big old dramatic event about how much they were involved in the election. Why wouldn't they be? You know, if they can weaken a power like us yeah. and continue to do so, then obviously they are. They're going to do all they can. And there's a lot of experts who are like, no, this is safer now. And, and you know, these aren't, these big powers aren't getting involved. For, forget that. Like China, 
obviously wants Trump out. Russia wants Trump to stay in. So mm-hmm. it's like, if I were a superpower against a country, I would want to get involved to ruin yeah, it. you would. Like, it's the perfect opportunity. I can guarantee you the United States is involved in their... Oh, yep. They always have. I mean, we've even one, seen with, like... Yeah. In Colombia, when we went after uh-huh. that, it's like, it, so yeah, United it, States has always meddled with other elections. They were involved in the whole Venezuela thing too with Russia. Exactly. Yeah. So you guarantee, I guarantee you that Russia, China. So the foreign North pressures, Korea. I think, is underplayed a little yeah, too sure. much. It's like it's 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 definitely there. They're they're throwing firecrackers into the streets, <laughs> pissing yeah. people off, and <laughs> and just making everything. They control media too, mm-hmm. and um. It's like it's like ISIS. I mean, that was social media when you mentioned that. It's yeah. like that's where their big recruit where they 100%. fueled all of their followers and stuff. It's yeah. like and we have all two hundred and forty six million people following along and yep. and all of them have their own opinions. And so anyways, huge influences, a lot of stuff's already going on. We're already f- a bit fragile, and then we've got this election that's like super it's it's one of the elections I've I've never seen. The last two have been something in yeah in, in history. It's just like holy crap. The there's so much polarity on each side. It's like oh this is it's insane. It's just yeah we don't know we don't know what to expect. So obviously we need to be prepared for the worst. yeah we definitely need to be prepared. <laughs> so anyways yeah that was just a quick rundown of some of the things that are definitely mm-hmm. catalysts. Yeah the, especially the right here civil war type in the thing. near future too like like right. basically we got to deal with these problems right like now. They're here so yeah we got to be thinking about those. So say something does happen, you know, the election goes awry and and people start getting pissed off and this civil war kind of breaks out in the United States. Yeah. What is it going to look like? Um this is interesting cuz there's like so yeah. many different there's ideas and ways and possibilities. Yes. So. It's almost endless. It's really hard to actually talk about this because nobody knows. Nobody I knows. mean, we can see what, what's happened in other countries, you know, yeah. similarly. Yeah. But the United States is, it's it's its own thing. Like, we are so unique are. in the entire world that it's hard to tell exactly what might happen. But we know for sure that it's going to be completely different than the first American Civil War. It's not yeah. going to be like, you know, like you were saying to me the other day or something, you know, it's going to be blue and gray against each other and um, the North versus the South. Yeah. There's there's armies and there's a general. and fr- That's just not going to happen. There's just no like, way. No one wants that to happen. But no. that's probably the well, most clear-cut, easy scenario. Yeah. It's not going <laughs> it's to happen that way. It's not going to happen that just way. Just because of, of how things are, you know, there's we're not divided you know, geographically in any yeah, way that, that makes any sense. Thing with the Civil War. It's like, yeah. it just happened to be that the, South, the Southern states were slavery states and yep. the economy and was based on... 100% their economy and then the, the North wasn't. And so it, it just, it worked out in a way that it was pretty clean cut on right. who was who right. and who was fighting. Um, there's not going to be some winner-take-all thing at the end. Whoever wins takes whatever. You know what I mean? Right. It's just not right. going to be. And there's definitely no Lincoln anywhere Need, like the, we do not have an Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, sorry, the right? presidencies have yeah. just fallen pretty far from. It the, just uh, isn't there. So most likely, what this is going to be is opposing ideologies of some sort. You know, like I said, no North versus South. It's going to be these loosely based groups that probably don't have a leader. Right. You know, um, it could end up being something like rural versus urban, which sounds kind of crazy, but it's crazy how. Um, divided rural versus urban is pretty clean cut, you know, with 
politics and beliefs yeah, and ideologies. It's, true. it's almost it's kind of crazy how clear cut that is. Or yeah, looking be, at the map of your Democratic and yeah. your Republican states shows that like, blue and red. Yeah, and not saying it's necessarily going to be political, but you know there's no, there's a but, divide yeah. that way, and it could be government versus the people. You don't know. You know, it could be like minority, like races versus majority. There's so many different ways it could play out that it's it's almost it's scary to look at because you just don't know. And it's a huge like, and it's a, it's a huge deal. Like our town, for example, is yeah. so like everything is oil field based. Yes. Uh huh. And so I don't feel like, and and you know, I I probably don't give people enough credit, but mm-hmm. I sometimes think they look at the 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 picture of. I want somebody that's going to give me the best, and, and you do, sure. you know, what's going to give me a job and it's going to yep. give me the income that I had back here and there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, what about the future of the country long term? Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's a hard thing. To it's do. hard. And I don't ever blame people for making that decision. If it's I don't your livelihood And your family and your, yeah. Yeah. You have to do that. So it, yeah, it's you can't really just say, hard. Well, I'm going to, base everything on this president yeah even though it's going to take my job away you could who do, you would wouldn't do that yeah you'd be dumb to right so, so anyways it pulls it pulls apart mm-hmm. the whole thing and very likely the ma- the majority of whatever these conflicts look like are going to be in places where each side has a stake or where they might merge so cities where there's a mix of racial populations or where political ideologies might mix you know because even here in utah so if you go to salt lake city it's very left wing mm-hmm. like right down salt lake city it is. but not too big far time. away is provo yeah very right wing <laughs> right. and they're both big cities and they yeah. kind of merge and so you could see something happening in that area because they're, they're so mixed, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so I think a lot of that's going to happen. And instead of these two big armies against each other, you kind of have to think of it in like guerrillas or rebel factions, you know, proxies, insurgencies, yeah, rioters, totally. protesters, um, these anti whatever they might be groups. That's, that's who's going to be fighting most likely in these types of things. They're going to look more like tribal conflicts kind of composed along racial, religious, could even be religious, political. Oh, that or, goes into it a lot too, yeah. Or economic lines. So it's going to, it's not, it's just so unique of how it's going yeah, to play is, out. This is totally how I see it working out too. Yeah. It's just more of what we see already. Like yep. A lot more and a lot more powerful mm-hmm. groups. It's likely going to be a patchwork of affiliated insurgency groups. So all of these different types of groups that have somewhat of a similar goal. So groups like Antifa or BLM kind of have similar goals, right? So they're going to sort of be on one side and there's going to be whatever these right-wing groups are or even just, you know, conservative-type people against... So it's going to be a whole bunch of these affiliated groups against each other and it's going to be these light skirmishes, skirmishes you know, it's not going to be like a big war. It's going to be like, boom, there's a, there's 10 people dead here. Oh, you know, the next day there's going to be 15 people dead here and there's going to be fighting in this suburb and there's, it's just going right. to be like so these like FDA li- yeah. against yeah. OSHA yeah. and OSHA oh, against gosh. ICE. <laughs> FDA and OSHA. Can you imagine that? That yeah, army? Just all these groups just all of a sudden turn into like armies. They're like, well, I guess yeah. I'm part of the... The OSHA Alcohol's Army. Anonymous group. So <laughs> the AA and OSHA Army. I like that. <laughs> so and they're gonna do a lot of uh like these little light skirmishes with like occasional high value target attacks, you know, um, 
you know, maybe it's going to be going after whoever the president is or right, something. Right. You know what I mean? There's, I can totally see that. Happening. It's, I keep thinking of Red Dawn in this because of the way that they fought that, you know, because they're against obviously these huge armies, depending on which Red Dawn you watched. We're going to go with the yeah. first one. But um, it's like these little insurgent groups that they would just go in and attack and leave and attack and leave yeah. and, and just cause chaos. And, and that could totally just happen. Yeah. Within the yeah. country. Like, that's our civil war. Yeah, and we're seeing this already a little bit. We do. So, so these rioters are taking these high-value targets when they can. So a police station, you know what I mean? Or obviously like a Target or an auto parts store, whatever it might be. Sons of... I know, sons of bees. Um, but it, yeah, so it's, again, it's kind of similar to what's happening now, just very ramped up probably if mm-hmm. it becomes a civil war. Um, and one of the things to think about is they're probably going to be organized and driven by digital networks, most yeah. likely. Yeah, and that's where that kind of like the ISIS. Yeah, like, so social media, you know, apps, technology. That's where people are recruited. And that's mm-hmm. where people join sides. And Yep, and so that that type of thing, those types of um, tools are going to help unite and organize them. Obviously, as long as there's still viable internet and data, um, it, this all kind of depends on what the government may do in a situation like this because yeah. they have a lot of power and they could just go full China and say, uh-uh, you don't get any of it. You know, yeah. the, the internet's gone. Yeah. Like, they could totally do that they if could. they wanted. So, um, General Zuckerberg's going to take exactly, yeah. everything away. In the Facebook <laughs> army, the Facebook <laughs> infantry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they just send insults. Yeah. Aww. Dislikes. Oh, <laughs> Dang it. There's no there's no physical altercation. They but, just... But we say that, but actually I have a, a thing here. Extremely big corporations with endless cash could get involved in a war like this. You know, think Twitter, Google, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft. They have a ton of power. They have a ton of money. They have a ton of, uh, you know, technology, and their platforms are humongous. And whatever side they happen to land on, they are going to utilize their, um, whatever they might have to help that side. Right. So that's going to be part of this civil war. I mean, it's just such, it's a new thing. Yeah. This is a new age. And money, money like you said, plays a huge role. Mm -hmm. It's like... Even even in the history of the Civil War, it's like the South was going to try and go and pull different countries into it. Yeah. You know, like... Sure. And it's like, you, I mean, look at the Revolutionary War. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for France... Well, thank goodness they could fight have, back then. Yeah. You know what so I mean? So it's like using that money to go and hire mercenaries and other people yeah. and other groups, and it's like... Who knows? It's endless. It totally is. So um, another aspect, you know, these each of these sides, are they're going to obviously use guns, you know? They're going to use things like drones, you know, homemade drones, because it's really not that hard to make a drone, like a DJI Inspire or something, into yeah. a weaponized drone. Oh, yeah. I've, I I've seen some videos. videos of, like Karen oh, It's insane <laughs> what they can do, and they're yeah. actually doing it over uh, in the Middle East right now. Oh, I bet. Yeah, everything's in the Middle East. Yeah. So they're Any buying... horrible war effort. <laughs> yeah. They're buying, like, these really cheap, like, DJI, you know, drones, and they're um, weaponizing them. God. And they can do it for, like, really inexpensively for, you know. Oh, I believe it, yeah. And so that's going to happen. And then they're going to use social media, you know, slash propaganda. You know, they're yeah. going to use that quite a bit. Um, Which, like, see, you see all the effects that, like, China does, uh, like, during, yeah. like, you know, they can digitalize all these different words. Like, if they, like, sent all these drones, just, oh it just cause a dude. ton of chaos. It totally could. Um, there's going to be fights, um, you know, around supply lines, 
that's going to be right. a huge deal, obviously. Uh, hoarding resources, water, crops, and food, electricity, even access to healthcare, I think, is going to be a big deal it because, is. you know, some of the big cities, they have the big the, the doctors, they have the big hospitals, so they can kind of control some of that. So right. who knows what could happen there? Um, yeah, because you got, I mean, big procedures and more mm-hmm. intense procedures that can't be done in these rural communities, they're going to be like, sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah, you it, can't come in. Your side is in the, in the rural communities. Yeah, so we're not you gonna, just we're die from it. natural causes. Exactly. Like, so chaos is going to be kind of the word that the, I think, you know, oh, with yeah. the Second Civil War, it's just going to be complete chaos. Um, so I keep thinking about this, and I don't know exactly how this might look, but what does the government do in this situation, and where do they land in the equation? Um are they going to be an opposing side in this? Like, is it going to be government versus people of some sort, whatever group it might be? Or is it going to be these two factions against each other and the government is like a third party? It's totally possible, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so they're so trying they're like, to... like, well, like trying to yeah. regulate like a referee. Exactly. They're either trying to keep the peace and stop it or they're trying to take out another side so it's like two against yeah. one. You just don't know. So that's something you have to think about. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean a second civil war is against the government in any way. It could just be two groups of people within the country. Yeah. Um, so who knows what the heck that might happen, what might happen there. Um, a lot of people say that this... I'm going to go with third party that does nothing. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Spends a lot of money and does nothing. I'm going to go with that, too. We're going like to go on that. strike during the whole... <laughs> when I have a civil war going on, I'm going on strike. Yeah. Uh, Government shut down, people. We're gonna, yeah, we know we're gonna vote in more money for turtle research. (laughs) Sounds about right, right now. Yeah, seriously. Um, a lot of people say that this type of war is actually gonna have less deaths because of the nature of the fighting. But you have to know. I actually think it it would be more, even without gunfire. I don't know. We'll see. There's that secondary effect i think that will probably be pretty devastating i think so too and that's like the food shortages that may happen the limited access to healthcare, power outages water right. whatever it might be all this could mean a ton of secondary deaths yeah, not- withholding yeah even like vaccines you know they could just hold all of them from- yeah dude it's crazy um and then a drone comes in with mumps and measles yeah, gets us all <laughs> chlamydia for everybody <laughs> <laughs> the drop of chlamydia bomb. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, I got my eyeball. Oh, it tastes weird. <laughs> tastes oh, like chlamydia. Eyes all gook shit. Exactly. I can, and then you can't get your meds because, you know. Yeah. Just can't You've get been it. limited. So uh, some of the groups that may be involved in this, and I even I hesitate to even say some of this, but it's something to think about. You know, groups like Antifa, any of the of the white supremacist groups are going to get involved, probably BLM, not the Bureau of Land Management, but Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Can you imagine the BLM? They would in? try to get involved. Somehow. BLM versus the I, National I, Forest. I, there ain't going to be battles on this ground. You guys got permit Take it for that? Elsewhere. Permits, <laughs> yeah. please. Hey, these drones aren't supposed to be in national parks. Get out of so here. True. BLM. Yeah, the Bureau of Land Management versus National Forest. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you just be, don't know. That'd be a battle. <laughs> it's sure tough. Would. The National Forest, they know their ground. They really, really do. Well. And then the Parks Department is a third party. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> They're like the forward operating base. Like, <laughs> yeah. The little yeah. tourist centers. Mm-hmm. You see tourist centers? Tourist. Ford tourist centers. <laughs> Um, right-wing militias, obviously religious groups, environmental activists, because they're all crazy. Um, many left-wing activist groups. There's just a ton. Or it could just be straight, like, 
Republicans versus Democrats. Right. You know, left versus right. It could be West Coast versus the world. Minorities versus non-minorities. You don't know. You know what I mean? Isn't so, that already happening? Uh, yeah, All pretty much. That? Yeah. And like Cam said, there's clearly foreign agents and influences at work. You know, Russia, China, they see it as an opportunity for them to take down a big right. dog on right. the block. Right. And so... Um, they're they're inflaming the situations or uh, yeah a, a cost thing for them like China yeah. obviously wants mm. all Trump's crap to go away yeah so that they can you rid of the tariffs please yeah um, and so this could be some sort of a really long drawn out grinding type battle uh, you know that d- goes on for years you just don't know again I don't 2020 know point two <laughs> yeah twenty twenty point we're not even gonna have a tick over of the years until all this crap's done <laughs> yeah, we're staying in twenty twenty <laughs> until we figure stuff out a five year five year like a decade of twenty twenty yeah just like we Trump couldn't comes ever up. move on from it we wanted to but we knew we couldn't so Trump comes up until we get this crap on our hand we're not going to twenty twenty one not gonna happen I can totally see him saying <laughs> that too. Um, and so a, a big thing that people talk about quite frequently when it comes to like a second American Civil War is can the people even put up a fight against the U.S. military? Yeah. And that's what the thing that I've always wondered, too. It's like, is it even well, possible? When, it, when you first talk Civil War, that's what I think is like firearms and army and yeah. a battle. Because that's like, mm-hmm. that's what we've seen in history and, and what the first thing that comes to my mind. But then when you stop and think about it, you're like, yeah. how, how could that happen and how would it happen? Because even the military like said some statements recently they're like we won't have any part in like the yeah the whole election turnover and all that stuff yeah that, but anyway. anyway that's crazy dude but some say that it's actually they even had to think about that i know i know dude that's they're what i'm like, saying 2020 again like people are like asking them so are you gonna be involved <laughs> well, hey listen <laughs> whoa 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 it's sad that it, it's come to that so there's this the second amendment argument that always happens that always comes up and you know a lot of of the pro second amendment people say well the reason that we're able to have these arms is in case we have to take it up against our government right in case that they become tyrannical or whatever it might be that we right. need to have these guns right. um and it's a really good argument i think some people don't think so because they say it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many hunting rifles you have or how many ars you have you can't contend with the u.s military yeah they have jets they have tanks they have all these things right but do you really think if something starts that the U.S. military is going to bring out the bombers and start just carpet bombing Portland? Right. You know what I mean? They're not going to. That's not right. how it's going to happen. Right. Most likely. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a military expert. But I don't think that they're going to do that. I think it's they're going to send in ground troops, you know, light military units, those types of things first because they don't, you just don't want to destroy an American city. Right. It, right? I just don't think they're going to do it. Again, look back at, like, Red Dawn. I think that's kind of how it's going to be, these light skirmishes that happen. Um, cause it, you know, if you even look at like Afghanistan, these, the people that were fighting over there, they don't have tanks, they don't have jets, no. but they've been able to keep a war going for like 10 years. I know. Look right? at Vietnam. Vietnam. How, yeah. How the advantage that United, yeah. United States military had and they, they couldn't yeah. fight them. Yeah. You know? And you know. Over well, there, there's a lot of stuff with that, but yeah, you know, in Afghanistan, I mean, they got AKs, they have IEDs, and they're putting up a pretty good fight. Yeah. I mean, not saying that we're not kicking their ass, but I'm just saying, no, right, it's still going. It's a, it's a mess. It just, yeah, and there's so much. There's and another thing's like the landmass and like the yes. areas. Yeah, one thing about the Civil War too was like the division was a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. It's like the South was more on, you know, yep. yes, there was brother against brother and father against son and stuff like that that happened, yeah. but. That would be even more so now. It's mm-hmm. like 
If you're yeah. told to go and drop, like you said, just napalm Portland. No way. It's like somebody has some ties there. Yeah. It's a pilot or mm-hmm. I, I, there's going to be the internal struggle of the military to not to just do what they're told to do. And so, yeah, that's actually another one of my points I have there. Will the military itself become divided in a situation like this? I totally. Think because there's going to be some on one sense. side, some on the other. Is it going to create havoc within the military? And is there going to be soldiers who might defect just to go protect their family, right. go protect their hometown and those types of things because right. this crap is going nuts? You don't know. Yeah, the U.S. military is not owned by Trump, and no. he doesn't control every one of them. Nobody does. I mean, it's not I mean, like he's Hitler. The, obviously, he's the head of it, but exactly. like, it's not how you know what I mean. Right. You just don't know, right? Um, and our government. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's set up to protect us from stuff. Like yes, that. <laughs> but again, if it's a civil war, what happens? I don't know. I don't either. They might have to use the military again. That's true. So, um, but I know that they're not going to drop a nuke you know, on Missoula, Montana. If they're just not gonna do it. Right. And it's so, too small. It's yeah. pointless. But they're but Boise. You, I just say that because, you know, they're not just gonna come out with these bombs and start killing rioters. No. No. So it's gonna continue to go. Um here's a few other things to think about. Um, when we talk about these types of things, there's 3 million U.S. military veterans who have brought home the skills of urban and rural warfare from Afghanistan and Iraq. There's 3 million of them in the United States right now. So there are people outside of the military that are just regular civilians that know how to fight a war like this. I know, that's crazy. I never thought about that. So there are tons. depending on what side they might be on, they could really organize and they could really do some damage on whatever other side they need want to do damage on. Like, they could really cause some havoc. Yeah. And so you have to think about that. It's not just idiots like us out there with an AR. There's people out there that know what the F they're doing. And yeah. so they could, they could really do True. some damage. It's like Tom Brady. Yeah, playing yeah. against the exactly. Patriots, he's gonna yeah. know all the play, all he knows the game all, plan. Yeah, exactly. And like, and like I said, it's not necessarily them against the government or the military. It could be them against left wing, yeah, military groups. That's and what I'm saying. They're very well trained. Yeah, skilled. so they're well trained. So I'm just saying that you just have to think about that. Yeah, that's kind of um, terrifying. Also, the food supply again is mostly controlled by rural America. Yeah, and so that's mostly kind of one side of the political aisle there too. It is. And one side of the ideological aisle, so there's something to think about. Just give up um, and withhold food, and mm-hmm. that's, it yeah. could really and cause some problems. The left wing basically controls urban areas. You know, they Digital really do. And, and media. And, exactly. And like commercial. Yeah, it's like. And they're heavily populated with minorities. So those urban areas are, are very specific. One side of right. a lot of different coins. The rural areas are just very, very specific. So, again... You just have to think about those things when you think yeah, about this type of a war. It's right. crazy. And these are extreme things. Like, you yeah. know, we're not trying to scare you. But, <laughs> I'm trying to scare but you. But you should be scared. No, I'm, if you're prepping for it, you have, there's, those are things you have to think about, right? You do. Um, and in 2020, you really have to think about it because who the F knows what's going to happen. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> Speaking of not knowing what could happen. Sure. You could be cyber attacked at any moment. You know that? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so seriously, Russia pays people a lot of money to go and hack and we're all vulnerable we all get online we all use Mm -hmm. our information but we we can protect ourselves and we all should be doing this really honestly and you know how to do it go to surfshark surfshark has they are a vpn so you have a virtual private network that you set up through them it basically makes it look like you're in england surfing the web Mm -hmm. in canada i don't know 
great. Whatever. So it basically makes you go gray man online. We talk about that all the time. Going mm-hmm. gray man. You don't want people to follow your, you don't want to even be noticed online. No. And Surfshark can do that for you. So getting Surfshark, you no longer have to worry about malware, phishing, obnoxious and unsafe ads or emails that come up all the time. And if you accidentally click on one, you don't have to worry about it when you're with Surfshark because your uh, IP address, all that's protected. You can also set up their HackLock ID protection that will email you when your email password has been compromised. That's awesome. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, Not only does Surfshark protect you, but you can use it to enjoy yourself. You can (laughs) go and stream like Netflix UK. They only have their programming, Mm -hmm. and you can go and pretend like you're in the the UK at your home computer, and Beautiful. watch some videos. Kobe tried this, and it I worked. I did. It worked great. So one subscription, this is the big thing for Surfshark, is that one subscription covers all of your devices. So no it matter does. what can go online, it's protected with Surfshark. Android, BlackBerry, mm. Handspring. Game Boy. <laughs> Game Boy. <laughs> Fast, unlimited access, 24-7 support, and it's risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. That's huge. Like, if you've never tried a VPN, yeah. try it. Do it. And if you don't like it, then you don't, you, you can get your money back. Sure. Like, how often do you get a 30 day from any of those programs? Not very often. So go to surfshark.deal slash casual preppers and enter our promo code casual preppers for 85% off and three extra months for free. Mm. One more week, you get this really good because their prices are changing a little bit. Mm. But go now because you got in one week. $47.76 will give you 27 months right of through the civil VPN. war. Cheaper than any of the others. It's yeah. inexpensive like Kobe likes me to say. Yes. So, and if you don't like it in 30 days, you, you have no obligation to keep it. Beautiful. So just go and do it. Surfshark. Yeah. So, if the civil war in all its different forms happens, mm-hmm. yeah. What effect will it have on us? Even if you're like I'm not getting involved, I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. How is it going to fight? So, unfortunately, you will not be immune (laughs) to all the problems that's going that could happen. No. One of the big things is obviously our economy. What Mm. kind of problems will happen if if we were to have whatever type of civil war? Um, So, just for example, during the Civil War of 1860, the Confederates were forced to rely on printing money. So. Selling bonds and making money for war efforts and all that, you know, it, there's a huge cost to that. Yeah. Um, to come up with that money and to continue coming up with that money to fight whatever war we might be in, it's going to make everything go up a ton. Um, they figured in the South that this that the uh, inflation, well, I'm sorry, the uh, the point at prices were nine thousand times their level at the beginning of the war. Oh my! Stuff gosh. became just outrageous, and I mean, we the South just shriveled up. I mean, it oh, yeah. couldn't afford to 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 go any longer. Like a wiener in a cold pool. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. I was going to say that. that. Didn't you write that down? Yeah. Yeah. The North itself, you know, that was successful mm. and had a lot bigger economy and a lot bigger population yeah. they still had suffered roughly twice the level uh, of prices so no matter what side and whatever thing happens prices are going to go astronomically high yeah and it's going to be hard to afford the other thing is if you if taxes come into it taxes went up a ton so mm. we end up fueling this war effort or whatever's going yeah. on so anyways we lose money out the butt during a civil war <laughs> and 
when we try to go pay for stuff, maybe stuff for your butt. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really expensive. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, the, uh, all of us too, like nowadays, unfortunately we have this really nice system that we can just, when I need something, we just go down to the store and you get it. It's great. Right away. I love it. I love it's it. Amazing. It's amazing. It's one of the reasons I grew up in America. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't want to go to Russia or something like yeah. that. When I chose to be born, yeah. I chose America. That looks great. Um, but the overwhelming majority of people live that way where it's like by the end of the week, they need to go to the grocery store and stock up. Or on by the end the of the day. Or the, by the, yeah. So we go back and forth to these, uh, stores and get our medicines and get our food. When that supply is interrupted and we saw this during the first part of the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's a nightmare and people make really bad decisions <laughs> and they just buy whatever they think they yeah. need and it's wasted. So anyways, uh, obviously that would be a huge problem. Um, people not in conflict areas will f- face job loss and mm-hmm. hardship. You know, they're, the, the whole country is connected in that way. We saw when the restaurants weren't opening and then all of those inner Midwestern states, like yeah. they had to bury all their food. Cause it's like, we have this mass production that is, you know, it's set up on this chain. Just on time out. delivery. Yeah. And once that was interrupted for just a week, it's like. They had to bury a ton of food. It's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, the taters, obviously there's this huge ripple effect throughout, no matter what side you're on. Yeah. Um, the other freaky thing is, for one, there's not very many people preparing for retirement. Yeah. Already a problem. Yeah. And two, a lot of them are relying on when they're done. They've had these pensions and IRAs and 401ks. That's going to be gone. Yeah, in a bad civil So war. all these people that are, like, not working or unable to work for their age, all of a sudden they lose everything that they expected to receive or they've been saving. And that sucks. And so you got all this, all these old people kicking around. Nobody wants to give them a job anyways. Uh, and then the hyperinflation, obviously, (laughs) like I was saying, it's, it's, it's just going to be crazy. So that's the economy alone. Um, what about utilities? And Mm. and this is like transportation and, and roads and and uh power power water all that stuff requires human power <laughs> human human power and once this too you know people lose their jobs or the power company like for example we have a big power company near us it's like if we were all one sided we're just like we're not giving you any more power yeah you know mm-hmm. the city we're just going to cut it off or people are going to stop working and so you lose all those convenient things and then can't get the ATM. You can't get money out of it. You can't go to your bank. All your online money is gone. Can't turn on the AC. Oh my! That's the worst <laughs> scenario of all things. I know. That that uh, yeah. Don't even mention it. I'm sorry. About threw up. I'm sorry. Um. So and then the supply chains, like we talked about, you're not going to get your food replenished and tires for your car. All that stuff's going to fall off. We're even. I mean, I'm even. Stuff's going to fall off. <laughs> your tires are going to fall off your car. They are. So I'm even seeing, like, even now from the beginning of the pandemic, that that brief little shutdown thing, mm-hmm. like, you still see that yeah. things are unavailable. It sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, even printering. Weird stuff. I'm like, where's the printering? It's like my wife sells T-shirts, and there's, like, a T-shirt shortage. It's so weird. Like, how stupid is that? Yeah. And even stuff is, like, bought up that I would never expect to be bought up. Like, when we moved into this new office, it, these are stupid things. But Yeah, sure. But I'm like, we needed office chairs, and they're like sold out. I'm like, how did this get? Like, there was a pandemic. People just buying a bunch of chairs. Oh, we might die from a pandemic. Last I, thing I want to not be able to sit down. If I can't sit down, I might as well die from COVID. <laughs> yeah. 
But then it's moved all these people to working from home, and it's just like changed yeah. everything. Maybe that's what it is. They're working from home. They all need an office chair. It's what's happening. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, the other thing is, do you have to fight? Like I said, you if you want to play the you know play riding on the fence, and you don't want to fight either way, uh, that violence is probably going to come to you anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like we see it, like Portland. Even the was it the mayor? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just be standing downtown, yeah. supporting your protesters, mm-hmm. and get a canister shot on your face. Yep, get tear gassed. So, anyways, uh, collateral damage, dissolution. Great of movie. The, the government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it collateral damage a movie? Yeah, that was just collateral. No, collateral wasn't collateral damage like a Schwarzenegger movie or something. I don't know. I'll look it up. You keep going. I don't know. But wasn't collateral the one with Tom Cruise? Yes, that was with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. And then there's the, what if we lose the government altogether? As much as many of us probably hate the government and all the crap that comes with it and all the politics, you have to have a government. Schwarzenegger movie, 2002. Was it? Collateral damage? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the, anyways, uh, I'm just trying to go through these. You're good. No, don't worry about it. Martial law. Martial law. Um, This, I still, I'd like to do this episode again because it was such an exciting and realistic thing. Like, I think martial law makes more sense in this scenario than it does in any other. Probably, yeah, probably. We've got to get control of these protesters and these rioters. Like, like towns are just starting to burn. Yeah. It's like, okay, how do we, whatever government's left, how do they get in there and kind of start to control martial laws that makes the most sense? That's the way it'll happen. And people freak out about martial law, and and rightfully so. Who knows what it could be, you know, curfews, and then you've got a-holes that are, you know, in military uniforms or whatever, mm-hmm. like you got that those same people that hate people. <laughs> <laughs> I know that are now being you know telling you you need to stay indoors and stuff, but they could do whatever they want. Yeah, and I so mean, it's obviously and food and storage, all that stuff. We talked about how extreme that could be. Yeah, all that becomes government property. It's obviously not great because you lose lots of rights and and all those things happen. But sometimes. You know, in the government's view, it has to happen to keep some sort of semblance of right. order. And it makes sense to, to yeah. be the thing. It, but it's just, again, chaos. it's or another chaos. thing to, to think about in these Chaotic. situations that, that martial law is um, a very high po- possibility in, yeah. in a situation like this. So you have to understand what martial law is, what it might look like, yeah. when and it might do, come. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people started bringing it up during the pandemic and yeah. freaking out. And sure, so. and again, in the pandemic, who if it would have gotten worse, it could it have probably, been possible. It's what Italy had to do. Yeah, you ba- know? yeah, it was basically people martial law. Lost their minds. Yeah, and, and it's a scary deal. It's a it's a whole different lifestyle. Yeah, and um, but yeah, imposing curfews. You can't stay at home. You have to, or you have to stay at home. And then people that don't comply, mm-hmm. they could just shoot you. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I mean, anyways, if, if it's the middle of a civil war anyways, they're probably going to do that anyways. I right, guess. exactly. Probably. You know. So anyway, there, there's a lot of different things that just kind of compound each. Yeah. You know, the problems just kind of stack up and they turn into, like I said, 2020 version yeah. 2.0. And, and again, guys, there's so much to this. There's so many yeah, different that's aspects. Yeah, you can't, we can't get to all of it and we can't look at every possible scenario. We're right. just trying to get a really good kind of overview of what we think it might look like, what some right. of the experts think. So just, I know there's probably stuff we've missed and we've misrepresented again. We know we're dumb. Yeah. We're doing our best to bring you. It's just a topic that's been coming up and yeah. people are talking about what are the possibilities of a civil war. And, sure. And 
It is a possibility. Absolutely. Um, guys, today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's TACPAC. Head to TACPAC.com, use our code CASUALPREPPERS, get some free EDC gear that'll get you through a civil war just like that. Yeah. It'll be great. You get tons of free EDC. Like You do. These guys... Have to be robbing. Yeah, they're robbing all kinds someone. of places. Someone's losing out, but it's not you. <laughs> yes, you're nah. you're doing. Who good. cares what they're doing and <laughs> yeah. how shady it is? Doesn't matter. They get you amazing stuff. Exactly for super low cost. So, Cam, how do you prepare for this? This, I mean, we're preppers, right? Even if we're casual, yeah. you got to start to. If you're thinking about this situation, well, what the crap do I do to get ready for it? Yeah. Right. Even if you're not like one of those people that's putting on your bulletproof vest. Throwing on your Maybe AR. you're protesting right now listening to this. Yeah. And, you know, throwing on your, your optics. You're just, if you're not that guy, but you just want to survive through it, how are you going to do that? Yeah. So let's start. Here's the take home. Here's the take home from yes. this whole thing. Start taking some notes, but it's going to be notes almost like all of our other episodes. <laughs> yeah. So um, flip back <laughs> yeah. a few pages and do some highlighting. Exactly. Right now. Um, always start with the basics, you guys. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a civil war. It doesn't matter if it's the Yellowstone volcano. You have to start with the basics. You have to have food, water, medicine. Those, Your body needs these. You gotta have them. Your <laughs> body needs it. Um, so because, like Cam mentioned, supply lines can be compromised because it could even be dangerous to go to the store, even if there's stuff at the store, because food could become a weapon and prices could skyrocket. You've got to have your food preps. You have to have your long-term food storage. You've got to have your regular pantry food storage. you got to have a resupply plan. You know, maybe it's gardening or whatever it might be. You have to have a, uh, a way to eat because yeah. eating keeps you alive. It does. So think about that. Uh, it's not all about bullets. It's not all about guns in these situations. You still have to eat, and you yeah. can't eat lead. Can't do it. <laughs> you can. You can, but, but you, you will die. You will die. <laughs> You're right. Either you, it'll be delivered to you yes. by a firearm. Yes. Or you can literally eat the bullets. You can ingest but it. You will die. But it will not feel good going into your colon. <laughs> I promise you this. No. Um, water. Again, this is essential to life. Uh you I love water. Yeah, it's great. Been drinking it my whole life. <laughs> um, you will most likely still have running water. Pop probably. I don't know. Pop? Pop probably. <laughs> Probably. Kobe wants pop water, obviously. He loves the bubble water. I really do. That's all I'm that's all it's it. I have a fifty five gallon barrel of carbonated bubble water. Carbonated water. (laughs) Can I get carbonated water from a stream? Is that possible? (laughs) I don't know, but I don't know. Go buy you a pop machine, like a little pop maker. Mm -hmm. Just bubble your water. The soda stream or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually wanted one of those. Me too. So, anyways, yeah. So, you're probably going to have running water, but there's no telling what may happen. There could be attacks on water infrastructure, you know, chemical accidents, power outages, the the pumps start, stop working. So, again, you have to have water. Yeah. Um, People work at those places. They do. (laughs) Yeah. That water doesn't just. No, happen to be doesn't magically appear high pressured because and, and like we said those types of things could be used as weapons from one side to the other to cause chaos if you yeah, can't water get water can be sprayed right in your face uh, yeah you get all, all wet you yeah. get all wet waterboarding waterboarding yeah so anyway so you got to have it just in case um medicine and first aid again what if the fighting is outside your house or in your neighborhood you don't know <laughs> you know you know you're going to have to have some first aid skills for one thing got to know how to you should be standing at the window like 
I'm gonna take out your shot. I'm gonna get out yeah. there. I got a tourniquet like wrapped you're around like the yourself. Medic on the field. <laughs> yeah, um, but you're gonna have to have first aid skills, you know, and supplies for yourself, for your group, or just that random, you know, rider that runs by and gets shot in the thigh. You know, you gotta you gotta have a, a way to figure it out. <laughs> That's a good rhyme. Yeah, that was a good rider rhyme. Runs by, and um, gets shot in the thigh. Medicine. Uh, again, supply chains will be disrupted in these scenarios. N- no doubt. I have no yes, doubt yes, in yes. my mind. This means medicine will be in high demand and in short supply, and that means it's hard to get. So you've got to figure out, if you have daily meds, you have to have a plan. Yeah. Have a plan. And you're guaranteed to have a recall on some of those. Guarantee it. Yeah, it's going to be garbage. <laughs> this one causes cancer. Yes. Even though it's helping your sugar. Yeah, even though your liver still works. Um, <laughs> security. This, this obviously is a very big issue in this scenario. A second civil war will basically be an amped-up version of the insane mayhem we're seeing right now. Looters, protesters, riots, crime, all that stuff. It's going to be a lot of that, but at a way bigger scale and a way bigger level, right? Yeah. Um, so if you know, law enforcement could be either at a breaking point or really stretched thin during these times, or they're not even there. Who knows? Yeah, that's true, too. You know what I mean? So you have to make sure yeah, that... isn't New York basically just getting rid of all cops? I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've just got signs that says... We're tired of it. No crime zone. Tired of you guys walking around with your guns and yeah. protecting us. Get out of here. So you have to basically take security into your own hands in these situations. So... Uh, a few things to think about. A security system, again, you know, the cops may not come if it goes off, but it is a basic deterrent, and it's a great warning system for you. Um so, your rent-to-cops goes up. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. I'm going to invest in rent-to-cops. Yeah. Um, fences are great to keep people out and to have a, a way to slow people down, you know, coming into your zones. Guard dogs are great because they guard and they bark. Those and their dogs. And their dogs. Um Home defense weapons, and this could go several ways. You got to have a way to, you know, defend your house. Yeah. But it also could be a weapon if you have to get involved in these skirmishes for some freaking reason. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. But you may have to if it comes to your neighborhood or if it, you know, if you feel strongly enough about whatever is going on, you may have to do it. So this means you got to have weapons and you have to have an ammo stockpile of some sort because yeah. you're not going to get resupplied at Sportsman's Warehouse. Because they're not going to be getting their shipments, right? Yeah, yeah. Saw it in the Civil War. You know, yeah, they had a battle like they closed down house, all sports warehouses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're back now. <laughs> they're back now. Great, we but love you, it. Great yeah. American. You're going to have Gettysburg Battle, right? You may be the only house in the middle of a whole. Exactly. Thing. You could uh, be. Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, self-defense techniques with rioters, looters, crime. It's inevitable that you're going to have some sort of an encounter with a douchebag or rioter. <laughs> Like it is inevitable. It's going to happen, uh, Cam, in this situation. Yeah. A, a, a literal douchebag would be gross. <laughs> that would be horrible, obviously, but even just the, the figurative douchebag is not going to be fun either. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. So you, No, and there's plenty of them. There's, there's so many. like the majority, I The believe. majority of people are these. So um, <laughs> you need to know some sort of like non-lethal hand-to-hand combat because it's going to come up. You just That's impossible. <laughs> yeah. These are lethal weapons. <laughs> They're always lethal. Yeah. So you don't, I mean... Maybe you, a kick. Maybe you're not a strong... Yeah, maybe. Lower half. Yeah. You just don't want to go shooting people all the time. No. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. There's certain situations that call for shooting somebody. There's certain situations <laughs> yeah. that do not call for it, but you still have to be able to defend yourself yeah. or immobilize somebody. So... You know, sometimes choking them out is or breaking their arm is is better than putting a two two three round in their temple. <laughs> right. So just you know, have have a way to do that, and then also 
along with that, be physically fit because it's super important. You know, in these situations, you may need to run, hike, move around. You got to do it without having a heart attack. Right. So having a heart attack in these situations is not going to yeah, be great. If you great. roll around on the grass for like one minute, you're going to realize yeah. oh, I should crap. be more fit. <laughs> you know what? Just I'm tapping out. My heart hurts. What happened? <laughs> I just sat down Hold on, on the grass. I'm dizzy. Hold on. I'm dizzy. <laughs> Let's not keep going. <laughs> I don't like this. No hold on. More. Hold on. I can't breathe. Hold on. Okay. okay. Let's okay, go. Let's come in. Come on. Come in. Um, you know, and the thing is, it's beneficial for you now, and it's going to be extremely beneficial for you in the second civil war to be, you know, physically fit. Physically fit. You yeah. don't want to be like trying to get your miles in when this thing starts yeah. and like, you know, doing your cardio. You want to be ready. Right. So think about that. True, um, true, true. Bartering in cash. You got to think about this in these situations. Barter it, your cash. Barter your cash right away. Write that. <laughs> um, the dollar could become useless really quick. Uh, your bank account could get deleted in an instant. Nah. Are you kindling me? I'm not kindling you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, having other commodities to barter with could be a lifesaver. But initially, again, cash is going to be king in the short term. So have cash on hand. We talk about that constantly. Like a ballot. Mm. I bet you'd be trading those. You could, yeah. Hey, I'll give you a Trump ballot for a <laughs> Biden ballot. <laughs> Come on now. Votes for votes. Yeah. Um. Gold, silver, precious metals. We've talked about those several times. Great alternatives. Food, ammo, and medicine. The best bartering things you could get probably right, right there. That's why you get silver bullets because you got two mm. for one there. Two for one. Trade and then silver, if the werewolves and, come, we'll and you got a bullet. Yeah. Uh, skills. Again, having skills to barter. Uh, Cam's great with this because he can suture up your butthole if you need to. <laughs> Just again. I'll trade you a sutured butthole for some food. <laughs> Right? That's exactly. That was the first one I was thinking of. I mean, hey, hey, hey. Have before you, <laughs> you decline this offer, let me show you what I can do. I can suture your butthole and any other hole. Yeah. For that bag of. Any wheat. orifice of your body, I can suture it right now. <laughs> show you how. For that DVD player, I will give yeah. you free suture. Yeah. I also want the, all the Ocean's Eleven DVDs you got. <laughs> um, you know, Love that series. Base, basic spices, you know, salt and seasoned salt pepper and all those things are going to be super useful in, in the apocalypse yeah. or in a spice girls. Civil War. Spice girls. <laughs> spice girls. Baby spice, sporty spice. All yeah, of all of those are all important. Um, and then you go to your vices. You know, after your spices, you go to the vices. <laughs> this is alcohol, coffee, weed, cigarettes, all those types of things. Lace potato chips. Taters chips. Tater's yeah. chips. Tater's chips. You got to have those. <laughs> that's a cheap brand. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> yeah. Crispy taters. Kroger tater chips. Tater, tater chips. Tater chips. Yeah. So uh, be thinking about uh, ways to barter. Sanitation, Cam. Oh, boy. I hope you got a plan for this, Cameron. I do. Um, you When the utilities get cut Clorox, off. rocks everything. Yeah. When utilities get cut off, you got to have a plan. The trash is going to keep piling up. Yeah. Garbage aren't coming. Garbage is not coming to get it. So you got to think about that. You got to think about water. Keeping things sanitary, uh, dealing with sick people. If the hospitals are out of order or you know taken over, <laughs> out of order. <laughs> Go to the next one. I'm trying to get in, but yeah, it's out of order. pooping becomes much less fun in these situations because you can't just flush it down yeah, the toilet. It used to be a really satisfying, <laughs> nice to, event. You just got rid of. Used now to be you're a, like, yeah, now what do I do with used it? Used to be a daily. I got to poop again. Used to be great. I don't have anywhere to put this. Yeah, where am I going to put it now? <laughs> so you got to think about that. Cam, shoot my butthole shut, yeah. and then I'll have to worry about. Pooping. This is a great idea. I'm just going to shoot it shut. Don't have to worry about it no more. <laughs> shoot my mouth, my butthole shut. <laughs> and then I'll have to worry about. Can't that eat, whole can't process. poop. You're good to go. I can keep going forever. 
We're stupid. Uh, tactical training. You got to think <laughs> about the tactic. This could be kind of controversial, but it's a good idea to know how to shoot and you know and tactical training and things like that. Uh, insurgency tactics, recon, homemade explosives. It could be really valuable in, in a second civil war. I'm not advocating for this, but I'm just telling you. No, and and that was another thing too. Like with the civil war, is that the South was super outnumbered, mm-hmm. but they all knew how to like use a firearm. The, yeah, the Union didn't. Like they had like the military stuff. Those Yankees, I tell you, the everyday person wasn't a hunter and wasn't. Yeah. So anyway, it it, it helps. Um, Ex-military folks, operators, they're going to be in high demand in these situations. So again, something to think about. Um, Urban areas, no doubt, urban areas are going to be hot spots in a second civil war. Population centers, they're going to have goods. They're going to have infrastructure. They're going to have people. Internet. Internet, maybe. Um, they're gonna have all those things, so those are places you're probably gonna want to avoid. Yes. Communications in a second civil war. You have to have a heads up if something like this is unfolding. You have to understand what's happening, where it's happening, and when it's happening. I don't know what you're smiling at, <laughs> but down there in lower, I just saw hand oh. cam. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, you need to be aware of what's happening in the country now and in the future. Um, you have to keep informed when it goes down and lawlessness takes hold, you will need daily information to keep safe because things are going to change rapidly. Yeah. You've got to know what's happening on the ground because it, it could mean... And in the air. And in the air. But it could mean life and death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, again, tune into your NOAA and it's like, there's going to be an airstrike coming in. South side of the Okay, we need to move. Airstrike. Um, <laughs> when it goes... Um, yeah, social media, if it's still operable, it's actually going to be a great source of information but here's the caveat. As long as it isn't filtered or skewed in one way or the other. Yeah. That's what we were talking about before well, with that's Twitter impossible. or Facebook, you know. But it's instantaneous and it's constantly getting updated and it's firsthand video and it's, you know, firsthand eyewitness reports. So you're seeing stuff as it's happening. Yeah. Um, so it's, and it's, people do like check in, you mm-hmm. know, use that to like show that their family yeah. members are okay and things like that. Exactly. Um, emergency radios are going to be great for a backup. We talk about this constantly, but a crank, solar, and battery uh, trio ba- uh, radio is great to have. Um, ham radio. Cam knows all about those. Ham cam. Ham cam. I don't, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> two-way radios are going to be great. I know great. they're there. Yeah. And you can learn about them. Two-way radios are going to be great for your localized communications with your family or your group, you know, in this type of situation. And I can't stress stress this enough. Rocky talkies. Rocky, yeah. Have an emergency plan. And, yep. th- I mean, and in this scenario, you're going to have to update it frequent, yeah. frequently. As things evolve, right. and I think change. in your prepping, it's like your food, your water, and your emergency plan. Yeah, like in so that order. important, so important because you know whether it's you and your family or your group, you Not have to know. You, you have to know. On your own. You have to know what your plan is. Say, you know, it's not happening in your town right now. But what if it does move into your town? And what exactly. do we do in the first signs of something like this happening? So when that starts to go on, like right now would be actually a really great time to update everybody's emergency plan. So because we have all this rioting, we have things that really haven't been happening very often. The Biden emergency plan. Yeah, and the Trump, Trump emergency, emergency plan. plan. <laughs> That's a great one. You know, on a red right, piece of paper so and a blue happen? piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if he wins, this yeah. is what may happen, what we need to do. If That's actually wins, not a bad idea. No, probably we we bad joke idea. about that, but it's not a bad idea. But really, updating your emergency plan right now with the current situation and the current climate is actually not a bad idea. Yeah, I you agree. Know? So think about it. Gray man. Bing, gray man right now could save you a lot of trouble 
in a situation like this yeah. in a second civil war. Those people that are You sup- may be a nobody already. Mm-hmm. You're already ahead. Yeah. Being overtly political or partisan or opinionated yeah. is going to push you to one side or the other in something like this very publicly. And so if you haven't been doing that a lot on, you know, public Facebook or Twitter or whatever, or Instagram, or just yelling at your friends, you know, the things that you believe, then you're sort of in that gray man area. You're in the gray area in the middle. And so you're not like definitely on one side or the other. So it could kind of save you from having to to take a side in a situation like this. So think about that. Um, Bugging out. This is going to be a huge deal as well. This situation is a situation where bugging out could be super important. Super important. Yeah. You need to be on your toes. You need to be ready to leave if the fighting hits your neighborhood. Um, so you need to have a bug out bag. You need to have a bug out vehicle, a bug out location, and a bug out plan. Yeah. Those are all super key for these situations. Right. Because getting out of Dodge might be your and only how long option. and how far are you going to be yes. away from everything? So and those need to be fluid too because you need to be watching where the fighting is. You need to be watching where it's moving. And depending on the situation, your first so bug if you out. live in a town with a hill. Mm-hmm. Top of the hill. Top of the hill. And watch it all down below. Yep. Um, power. Again, we Cam talked about yeah. utilities. Uh, with this situation, long-term power outages could be regular or there could be no power. Yeah. We don't know. So you have to have backup solutions. You need, you need to have, like, solar lights. You need to have generators. You need to have battery banks. All the things that we talk about all the time. But you have to be ready for power outages. Um, yeah, I worry a lot about this whole thing. That's why the EMP too. thing, like, freaks me out the most. Yeah, for sure. But there's so many different options now, and there's a lot of cheap. Like inexpensive options. Yeah. I just bought like there's like a closeout of like a twenty thousand milliamp battery mm-hmm. from like a legit brand. Oh and nice! It cost me with like a, a discount code. It came to like seven bucks. Holy cow! Yeah, that's awesome. Mofi, you know, like the battery cases that they. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had to close out. Yeah, that's awesome. They probably all start on fire and have some probably. Recall. But hey, but you got it. I got some power. Um, and then you're going to need to think about fuel, and that's going to be fuel for whatever generators fuel. you have, um, and then also fuel for vehicles. And your body. And your body. Body fuel. So but yeah, that's going to be... Yeah. yeah. That'll go fast. Yeah. So you got to <laughs> think about those things, too. Um, the last thing I want to hit on, um, prepper groups or militias. So this is something in the True. prepper community that is... Um, if you've got this group Gosh, set I, up, yeah, so it's almost a little bit misinterpreted. Of prepper porn, a little bit. <laughs> That's kind of what I look at it as. Prepper groups are great. Militias are a different deal that could put you on a watch list and yeah. could put you in in danger, or it could get you out of a bad situation. That could be great. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but just don't ask me to join your militia. Okay, <laughs> don't do it because I'm not going to join. But those are things to think about. Um, because in that situation, if you did what have about a church a tra- militia, no, <laughs> that's no, not even a question, not, even a question. not happening. Okay. Nope. That's actually the last on my list. Church militia. <laughs> um, but you know, it is something that could be super beneficial in, in a situation like this, but it you could, just gotta yeah. be careful. There's protection, but yeah, I think, I think too, careful. you could be targeted. Yeah. Could be targeted. <laughs> So guys, that's that's all I have. Is there anything else that you have? No, to I think it's good stuff. I like you just have to consider it a possibility. Like, yeah. In reality, like I, I think we have hope that our country is set up and has been set up, even though a lot of groups are trying to take away the constitution and, mm. and how it's supposed to work. It's still very possible. It I is. mean the USSR fell. 
They did. So. Yeah, but we had Reagan. I don't know. Texas, you know, they may succeed, succeed for, oh my gosh. Succeed. They, they may they, succeed. They have succeeded. They have succeeded. They've done well. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to have a separatist war. We're going to have Oregon's going to leave, Seattle. Let them go. Just Seattle. Let them go. They're going to leave. <laughs> just Seattle. <laughs> just in the middle. But was it, isn't it um, like uh, Washington, D.C. wants to become its own a state? It's just kind of freaky. Yeah. Like some of that stuff can really happen. Yeah, so California, do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, nobody. I'd rather you leave. Nobody cares. Just keep <laughs> making good movies. Oh, or any oh, that's good movies. true. <laughs> we want the okay. movies. Yeah, maybe they can hold that over our heads. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, guys, again, we couldn't hit every possible scenario here. We were just trying to do an overview of possibilities, um, and a, a quick, you know, way to prep for it. Uh, or this would be a three-hour podcast. It was kind of an overwhelming podcast. Yeah. For me, because. I'm not a super political person, and I, yeah. I, I've been more so in the last probably six years, mm-hmm. ten years, just because, yeah. like, I fear for our country's future. Sure, yeah. And so, but, but like, a lot of you probably understand this whole deal a lot better than I do, and, mm-hmm. and you know, we're just telling you to be careful out there and be prepared yeah. for worst-case scenario. I mean, it's what we always And do. I can't stress this anymore. It doesn't it's not necessarily going to be political. It doesn't ne- it doesn't have to this war won't necessarily be along political no. lines. It could be other things. It could be different ideologies. Exactly. It could be, you know, so don't necessarily think it's just going to be left versus right because that's not that's not true. It could be completely different Up situations. Versus down. Up versus down, you know. Mm-hmm. in versus out but yeah all those things so thank you guys for listening we appreciate you please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast uh subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on um instagram and facebook and twitter and all those places we do have a parlor account now so uh to go check that out as well and uh stay survived <laughs> <laughs>